Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions, and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Taz and Paula. Well, good morning, everyone. Our guest, James Gilliland, owns ECD, a ranch on Hood River in the state of Washington, where there are frequent sightings of plasma ships, light anomalies and morphines, and military activities. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Well, Paula, James is always on the cutting edge, as we know, and I can hardly wait to get this interview rolling. James frequently appears on several radio programs, including Coast to Coast AM, Jeff Wren's Sightings, and The Laura Lee Show. He has been a speaker at many events and has appeared on a wide variety of TV shows, such as the History Channel's uh, UFOs, then and now, as well as ABC and Fox News. And in addition, his articles and UFO reports have been featured in such magazines as Magical Blend and UFO Magazine, as well as several high-profile alternative websites. Paula, could you please tell us briefly about some of the highlights we'll be touching upon uh, with James today? Yes, James. Um, James is saying that Mother Earth is groaning big time. And I've been hearing about this myself from uh, all different directions. He'll also be sharing how how reference points taints our views and add fear to messages on high. For instance, our local news. And he just returned from Mexico and has much to share with us about that. James, welcome. We can hardly wait to hear about your travels and adventures and what you have to say. Oh, great to be on the show again. <laughs> what about this, um, our Mother Earth groaning? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure you have those up on your website, but uh, it's amazing. This is happening around the world, and it's very eerie. And the first time I became aware of it was in uh, this Tibetan spirit cave, and I was sent some information about that, and, and they, they asked me, what is this? What? And they've never heard it before. And they use that cave a lot of times for meditation and ceremony. And all of a sudden they started hearing these loud, uh, uh, it's, it almost sounds like a loud groan with followed by, uh, I can't even explain it, uh, something from space or something that, you know, it kind of echoes like, like you're in a submarine or something like that. Some really strange uh, uh, vibrations and sounds were coming from this cave. 
And then it escalated, and it started happening over in Russia. It started happening, you know, all around the world. And now, uh, recently, they're picking it up uh, just globally, you know, in all kinds of different places. And people are hearing it, you know, everywhere from Florida to, uh, uh, I I think, uh, what's it, Portugal, like all these different places, uh, you know, Russia, the Czech Republic there is having all kinds of, of crazy groaning, really loud. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I can go on and on at all the different places, but I sent a link and people can look and listen to the the sounds that the Earth is making. And one interesting thing is that a lot of people are saying that's the uh, underground uh, bases being created. Uh, supposedly, most of the major underground bases were taken out by uh, some Andromedans that came in and said, okay. And you guys aren't going to destroy the planet and go under and hang out there and wait for and come back up, you know, after everything's done. You're going to have to join, you know, the people of which you have been terrorizing and, and uh, yeah, you know, poisoning. Yeah, poisoning with the chemtrails and all the other crazy harp technologies that are going on. You know, you're going to have to deal with that, you know, one-on-one with the very people you're doing it to. So I thought that was interesting, but... You know, that doesn't make sense because that is usually like a hum, uh, a low hum is what people hear when, when those tunnelers, those, um, they're like nuclear-powered uh, tunnelers that, that create these tunnels. And, you know, there's a lot of, you, if you, uh, you know, go on the net, you can actually type in, you know, uh, nuclear-powered uh, tunnel, tunnel machines or tunnel diggers or whatever, and you can see all kinds of pictures of them with the Air Force logo on them. But, uh, you know, and then other people are saying it's HARP, and uh, that could be a possibility, but um, usually you don't really hear HARP when it's doing its thing. It's it's actually uh, pulsing on a very, very low frequency. Unless you have a, uh, like a shortwave radio, you can hear when it's when it's going on. It's like a woodpecker, you know. Uh, the uh, The Russians actually call it woodpecker. You know that's their their version of it. So it doesn't sound like harp. Now the one thing that that I feel that I got a real strong hit on is in these ancient Sumerian texts. And my brother talked to me about it. He said that in the last days the earth was groaning, and it was getting so loud that they couldn't stand it, and and they pretty much hopped on their the Anunnaki hopped on their ships and took off basically. So. Uh, when you read these ancient Sumerian texts and it talks about these times that we're going into and you look at the Mayan calendar, the you know, the Aztec calendar, the Egyptian calendar, everything is pointing towards a major shift happening, you know, during this time. And uh and that's my gut feeling is that it's the earth itself uh groaning, you know, as it's adjusting to these new energies and adjusting to the the poles of uh, the galactic core, or the huge magnetic wave. Some people call it the noodle. You know, the Japanese princess calls it, you know, the noodle. <laughs> uh, but it's this huge magnetic wave that we're, we're you know, getting closer to and going to be moving through. I was kind of wondering whether it was a simultaneous thing, you know, that it was happening simultaneously all over in these areas at the same time. It's kind of hard to find out if that if that really is the case because of the, you know, the the YouTubes and people are mm-hmm. 
take, taking them at different times. But I wonder if it's a simultaneous thing all over the earth. Well, it seems to be all happening in the second week of January, and uh, which is uh, that's what they all say. So it is, you know, probably I would say it is probably close to simultaneous or within two or three days. It could be like a wave going through too. Yeah, yeah, a major wave. Uh, you know, there, there's so many different possibilities. I know that the higher beings can can actually generate that kind of energy and and create um, shifts, you know, in consciousness and energy and work at the grids and things like that. But I think this is something much bigger. So do you hear it at the ranch? You know, I we hear um, all kinds of things. We hear these low pulsing noises that are the the motherships you can hear some of these huge motherships and they sound like a cat purring in space i actually have the the uh, soundtrack for that uh from a ship that was actually hovering over portland state university and we hear those a lot and then we hear the high pitch ringing and uh it's like a it's like a ring upon a ring upon a ring like a multi multi-wave, like oscillating. It's really interesting. And those are usually the Palladian ships when they're they're around. So a lot of times people will be walking, all of a sudden they get this loud, high-pitched ringing in their ears. And and a lot of times that's communication. It's it's subconscious communication, you know, going straight into your subconscious. Hmm. Now, you, you just mentioned uh, a mothership in Portland. Did other people see it? I mean, how many people saw it? Well, it was on the news, actually. Oh, uh, I, I thought that was interesting because it was on the news. Some other people saw it and filmed it, and we have some footage of the ship, and and it's actually pulsing right along with the sound. So so the the light pulse on the ship is matching the sound that we have coming uh-huh. from the ship. It's interesting that we're just. <laughs> We California is actually very close to Oregon, right? Uh-huh. You know, next door neighbor, and we don't even hear about it. Yeah, we're right. Uh, actually, we're in Washington State. We're right on the border of Oregon. And but I mean, uh, our, when the mother sh- ship was in Oregon, I mean in Portland. Yeah, you know, it was on the local news, and then what happens here is they kill it. I mean, I've been on on uh, Coin Six, which is the local channel here. It's like uh, I think it's ABC. I'm not sure, but. And and uh, Fox News has come out and done things here, uh, you know ABC. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, you know History Channel's been out here. Um, I was just in the movie Thrive, but uh, unfortunately, I w- went down and did two days of interview uh, with them for the movie Thrive, and and uh, and basically they just kind of narrated over me and had me holding this torsion bubble, you know, but. Uh, uh, and you know what? What's kind of sad about that is everybody. I was walking down the beach in Mexico, and all these people were coming up to me. Go, are you James Gill? Yeah, I saw you in Thrive. I saw you in Thrive. And uh, uh, you know, all I'm doing basically is holding this torsion field, this bubble, you know, with a little narration going over me. So I don't know. I, I that that kind of saddened me a little bit that uh, they really didn't get the message out. You know that uh, you know Foster told me that that was. Who, uh, who was the main narrator there, he said, you know, this was the most powerful, succinct message that we've had, you know, out of all the people we've interviewed, but it, it's kind of on file. I hope they do a Thrive too, and then put that in there. 
or, or make it available on the website would be great. But uh, yeah, like I mean, outtakes. Yeah, because I'm getting messages like just slammed with messages saying, "Hey, um, where's your story?" You know, they they were you know you didn't even get to talk about what's going down, and and uh, I thought that was interesting, but but you know sometimes you just don't have control over those things. Yeah, it would be great if they could do some out outtakes of, and then yeah, send them an email. You know, send them an yeah, email and say, hey, <laughs> how about putting James's website up on your site and and some outtakes or something? You know, but uh, yeah, be great. Well, you know, yesterday I was so lucky to be able to make a connection with you, and uh, you were just coming back from Mexico, uh-huh. and um, you said a lot of. Uh, interesting things took place, and so oh, yeah. share some of those things. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the first, the first uh, three days I was there, I, you know, I got the uh, some crazy stuff went on because they did some really thick chemtrailing there. By and and uh, right when I got there, there was some major chemtrailing, and the whole town started getting sick. And then on top of that, I I you know ate one of those infamous tacos where the where the you know the Greens weren't washed right or whatever, and uh, so I got the double whammy and was down for about three days. I mean, just, I don't even go into details because it's not a great picture. But what happens when you go through that, you know, all of a sudden you start having these visions, you know, especially when you're fasting for three or four days. And uh, and so a lot of things happened. One, I had this vision of these bulls, two just massive bulls, massive horns um, coming running down the beach just like kicking everybody off the beach and and people weren't the ones that weren't paying attention really got hammered you know and some people were paying attention and they got out of the way um and it was quite interesting and i know in ancient times you know the horns always represented a very high degree of spirituality and an extreme power some a lot of power uh you know they had all pictures of even Moses with horns on him, you know, in the past, and, and all all of the uh, ancient pharaohs and, and uh, you know, the Hathors and everybody always had, like, a, a horned headdress, and it ties into that, and so that vision there was showing me pretty clearly that, um, that something big, you know, a very big event is coming, and we need to pay attention to it, and if you're not paying attention, uh, you might be caught unaware, you know, and have an experience that might not be beneficial. The the other That's thing is I got I, I got some really clear guidance from the Palladians. I was meditating and they came in and I said, Well what? You know, they've been talking very cryptic and, and I was talking with Jerry Wills. I had him on my radio show and uh he was talking to him and he and he said, You know, they're being very cryptic and it was interesting we're both getting the same thing and he's had, you know, same as I have, he's had physical face-to-face contacts and and things and they're very careful about not interfering with free will and our destiny here and our evolution so but they do want to help and they are helping at the same time but i said you know what they told me it's going to be like a snake shedding its skin and it got real quiet you know (laughs) a little dead space on air and he goes he goes that's exactly what they told me he said they, they used the exact same words and they're completely different contexts, different people, different beings, but they are Palladians, supposedly. So so uh, uh, I think that's quite interesting, you know, what's what's coming. But uh, 
those are the two major things. And then I did a talk down there and showed people, you know, all the photographs of the feline beings that are appearing here. We have 14-foot-tall feline beings coming in. Uh, we've had Kazekiel appear here, which is one of my main teachers and guide, and Kuan Yin and Mary, and and actually getting photographs of them actually appearing over groups. Uh, you know, we were doing the self-mastery classes, and a uh, a monk from Japan actually was here, and he took the photographs and and just amazing pictures. But uh, uh, it's it's getting really interesting this the way everything's unfolding right now. Uh, it just seems all the veils are coming down. The the people that have been doing their spiritual homework are are really getting clear and starting to see all kinds of of beings and apparitions and having contacts. And also too, as I showed you in that Cypress footage uh, I sent sent to you, that just amazing sightings are happening around the world. Uh, oh, and to top it off here, this is what this is one of the grand finales there is that while I was in Mexico, motherships were sighted over uh, Tijuana, over Mexico City, over Guadalajara. Uh, You know, amazing sightings, and they're all over YouTube. And right after the talk, uh, they had um, a little birthday party for a really good friend of mine, Gary, who is really adept at the Mayan calendar and, and what's going on and all the planetary alignments and everything. And so we were down there talking at the beach, and um, I turned around and I went back up to the house where I was staying, and while they were on the beach, two, uh, there was two different people, two different groups, saw this beautiful blue-green ship come in and flew underneath the clouds and flew right down in front of them and powered up, lit the whole sky up, and then turned and went up and out. So, mm. so, so right there in Sayulita, the same night I gave the talk, there was a, a beautiful sighting, you know, by the people that were there at the talk. Oh wow! Wow. Now, do you, do you believe that um, because of the group of people that were there, uh, because of maybe your energy or whatever, is invited the ships in? Yeah, exactly. What happens is the same thing happens when people come to the ranch. They're not really aware of what's going on, and, and when they learn who they are and, and about the ships, and then the ships appear to them, uh, they leave the ranch, and all of a sudden they just start seeing ships everywhere. And and so once the opening is made and the information is there, and I have, I have two theories about that. One, I know I'm getting a lot of assistance, and they're doing like dazzle duty and, and letting people know this is real. Uh, but also, too, you know, it's, it's a proven fact that we do see with our brain. And and our brain chooses out of billions of bits of information what is going to be our reality. And so maybe by making this a possibility or telling people this reality is going on, it just may open the door for people to actually have that experience. Uh, now, uh, visitors that come to your ranch, um, like a skeptic, could they stop the visit? I mean, has that ever happened because of their skepticism? They they will, sometimes you get some people with a really bad attitude out there. Uh, usually the group consciousness overwhelms that, and uh, and then they have to deal with their attitude, and the ships still do come in. Uh, the As far as the, the one-on-one interaction and the telepathic interaction, and there's always a spiritual connection to this when people see the ships, uh, that can get diminished by people with bad attitudes and... Uh, because they they kind of infect the group. I hate to say it, but 
you know, they'll, they'll make some really rude statements or say, oh, it's just a satellite, you know, this is all nonsense and everything. And then they get people kind of riled up, and when you're riled up and, and in that state of consciousness, it's harder to to stay focused and, and maintain, you know, the group consciousness necessary to really have a, a, a really nice exchange. So if somebody wanted to visit your ranch, um, do you wait till you have a group together that come in at once, or can somebody just come in by themselves? Yeah, right now nobody's getting in because we just got the weather. buried. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, I walked outside and I opened the door, and it's almost waist deep right now in snow, and that all happened last night. Uh, yeah, I heard that on the so, news. Yeah, I can't even, I can't plow it. It's, it, There's too much. My tractor can't, it just can't get through it, so... We're calling out for somebody to come in and help us. We have we know some people with some really big equipment that can come in and and open up the driveway. But uh, yeah, it's quite a dump, and I I think we might be buried probably till I would say, you know, first of May or end of April. We'll probably be opening up again. Yeah. But people just call, you know, call and come up if you want to, or you can get on the newsletter. You know, if you go to eSETI.org, you can get on the newsletter, and we'll let you know when we're going to be doing workshops and classes and things of that nature. Well, you know, you were lucky to get in last night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's quite a mess. Most of my cars here all have uh, four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, so I can usually get in, but uh, it's... Now, after last night, uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, I can probably blast through it with my truck, but uh, put it in four-wheel drive and just <laughs> floor it, you know. Uh, but, I, uh, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling we're going to have a late winter. Yeah, I do, too. That's what I think is going on. And, you know, I, I don't know if people have been watching the news, but uh, I think uh, Russia got something like 18 feet in, in a day or a day and a half or something. And... Uh, <laughs> Nome, Alaska is just totally buried. They they have no fuel. They can't get in and out. Uh, actually, the Coast Guard I think is is either I don't know how they're getting fuel into people, but they're somehow the Coast Guard is involved on on just getting fuel. You know, so people can keep their their houses yeah. you know heated yeah. and car vehicles I, going. I heard that they had to help a ship go in to get yeah. the fuel. Yeah, and then uh, you know well. I, I just saw a thing on the news where Japan, it looked like, you know, six foot, six feet of snow, according to one of the pictures I looked at. I don't know if that was a drift or not, but it showed these guys digging out this little old lady, and she's looking out her window, and, and it goes all the way up to the roof. <laughs> so, uh, well, well, we're praying for, uh, in Northern California, we're praying for some snow, because all this, the ski uh-huh. runs have no snow. Really? I mean, well, whatever is coming up, it looks like it's going to be hitting you guys harder than us. Well, it's cold here. Yeah, it so might need, just be need... raining more because it's not, it's not a real cold front coming through. Uh, you well, know, we, here we, it's just uh... bordering on, on between 32 and 34, and it goes, it's going back and forth between sleet and snow. So you might well, you might we be were, having we more trouble. Huh? We were 29 degrees last night. Wow. We're even colder than you. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. But there's been so the, the clouds are coming in, so hopefully they bring some rain or snow. Yeah, well they they said this severe weather watch was for today and tomorrow, uh, and then it's I think supposed to clear up around Thursday or something like that, or and might turn to rain, which is going to be a real mess if that happens. 
Well, talking about weather, um, do you see weather changes coming to us? I mean, it's already uh, happening. I mean, yeah, more. yeah. Basically, you know, we've. You know what's funny in the books, uh, uh, reading with stars and becoming gods. Uh, we talked about this all the way back in 1982, and we gave all this information about the increased solar activity, the expanding sun, uh, what was going to happen. There was going to be an increase, a steady increase in earthquake and volcanic activity and severe weather, just crazy erratic weather, and uh, all these things are unfolding. Uh, right now, it's it, it's pretty undeniable. I mean, there's still people in denial. I'm, I'm, you wouldn't believe the emails I get, you know. But uh, they go, well, "You're creating fear," you know. You're a doom and gloomer. And I said, "No." I said, uh, "It's not prophecy anymore. It's called statistics." You know, <laughs> look, it's science. You know, it, it's not. Uh, and and you know, it's just a cycle. And if people want to get into fear around it, and 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 want to just think the status quo is going to continue the way it is and and get angry at anybody that tells them that changes are coming, uh, that's their program. I mean, that's their fear. And uh, I don't fear it. I'm excited about it. Yeah, you never know what's around the corner. <laughs> you know, there's an old saying, gods don't do boring things, you know. So <laughs> so we, we all chose these times. We chose to incarnate through these times and... and um, you know, also in the book that talked about the tyrants and the international banksters and how they were going to uh, continue to evolve to the height of greed and power over others, and and uh, and you know it was it was going to get so ugly that uh, they're going to try to just pretty much enslave the entire planet, and and uh, and it talks about the beast, you know, and that is the beast basically, but. Uh, in the Lakota prophecies, it talks about this too, and it just says the beast is 2,000 miles wide, which means it's going to have its run for 2,000 years. And the beast is all-consuming, all-enslaving. It just wants to dominate, control, uh, enslave, and consume everything. And they said in the last days, when you think there's no hope, the beast consumes itself. And and then we have the 1,000 years of peace, and then we have the re unification with the off-worlders, you know, the greater family of man comes in. And and we are definitely in that process right now. It, it's pretty undeniable. Well, our, keeping our thoughts um, pure and, and uh, sending out love is very important right now, isn't it? Oh, definitely, holding the frequency. You know, the way I see it is you, you look at this stuff as an observer, and you just observe it without fear, you know, without any attachment. You have to practice loving detachment and pay attention. And, and people need to make their own uh, inner contact with creator, spirit, whatever name you want to give it. You know, people need to make their own personal God connection and listen to that message. And some people are going to get a message. It might be time to move, you know, out of the area you're in or or it might be time to start maybe storing up some food, or it might be time to uh, start making friends with your neighbors, you know, and networking. So, you know, everybody's going to get a different message, but it's it's so imperative right now that people start tuning in and uh, and slowing down. We need to slow the mind down because the mind is just going to go crazy during these times. <laughs> I know just the first few weeks of, 2012 just seems like it's like really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. hard to... You know, if, yeah, if you can't find to... your center, 
uh, you know, how are you going to help others? Because people are going to be losing it, and that's the bottom line. It's the frequencies. And the earth is changing. She's chosen to go to the next level, and and that which isn't frequency-specific to that is, is going to have a really hard time. So so it's very important, like the practice we teach here, like Yigong and some other practices, a lot of meditation practices are, are imperative right now, and... They're, they're actually called the absence of mind. You get into that no-mind space by doing these practices and you balance out the body and the elements in the body, the, the five elements. And, and uh, uh, these practices are very, very important. You know, a daily meditation practice and also clearing out all the old wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions from past experience is imperative because all of that is going to be amplified and accelerated. And, and you know, there's going to be a major acceleration to karma as well. I'm so glad you talked about Qigong because Qigong is such a powerful way to bring energy into the body and it helps ground you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's such a powerful technique. And I'm glad to hear that you mentioned that. That's really important. Yeah. (laughs) We we practice Qigong. It's it's Y-I-G-O-N-G. But Qigong as well. I have some people that come and teach Yigong, but the one that we practice is basically Yigong, and it's, it's one of the most ancient practices, and it's mm-hmm. very simple. It, it, it's very simple. The, the process is less is more. You know, the, the more complicated you get with this stuff, the more mental you get, and, and so it's, it's a really simple form. So you put, it's Y-I-G-O-N-G, is that what you're saying? Jim? Yes, uh-huh. And can people find out how to do that, or...? Yeah, you know, we have what we have actually videos here of uh Jenny Lamb and she's very well known. She was in all those martial arts movies coming out of China, you know, where they're jumping off of trees and doing all kinds of crazy stuff <laughs> and bamboo. Uh she's she's uh uh was in those movies. She was main one of the main choreographers and, and uh teaching the practices and things. Uh but uh she's she does the, the Yigong. She's been at it for quite a while, and she's one of the main teachers. And there's actually a video on our website that you can oh, get. Oh, good. Yeah, that has her doing teaching the base practices. And then we have workshops here on a regular basis that are teaching, you know, Yigong, Neigong, Qigong, several different Neigongs. <laughs> and then the self-mastery classes, which are more into interdimensional mind and who is who in the universe and teach people how to heal unseen negative influences and things of that nature. Oh, it's very interesting. Now, um, is there anything that we can do on a personal level or individual level um, to help go through this energy shift? I mean, besides being focused and meditate. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, with the politics. um, (laughs) Yeah. Do you just yeah, that, that's insane. Detached? You know, the the, the politi- politics going on is totally insane, and and you know that's that's all part of the prophecy. It was to be expected, uh, and and they are showing themselves to what they are, especially with this NDA eighteen sixty seven bill, which now they can arrest you anywhere, anytime, and hold you indefinitely. Uh, you know, with the military, who's not really supposed to be operating within within the, the government, they're not supposed to be. You know, posse comitata has just been thrown out the the window as as well as all of your rights. And, uh, you know, what I've seen here, I mean, we're dealing with this here on a local level, on a county level, 
they stated very clearly that we have no right to, uh, we have no freedom of speech, we have no freedom to practice our spiritual beliefs, we have no freedom to assembly. You know, the right to assembly is not there. Uh, several, other, no right to privacy. It, it, unbelievable. I mean, you give somebody a little bit of power and it goes to their head. But uh, we've been trying to deal with that on a county level. And, uh, you know, we're, we're dealing with some people that just don't have all their oars in the water that that think think they have the right to just run over anyone and everyone, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, in the name of being American, you know. So it's kind so of you're real dealing with that. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> so you're contrary dealing with that to, on the ranch? Yeah, it's totally contrary. I mean, they, they go, we're American, you know. They're kind of real redneck thing. And I go, well, then why don't you follow the Constitution? You know, why don't you, uh, you know, operate, you know, under the the guidelines that you yourself have created, you know. But uh, it's just getting really insane out there. What I know what Kazekiel said. I love what he said. He said, in the last days, all of your institutions are going to be doing exactly opposite of what they were created to do. And and so, you know, you really look at, you know, the the defense, you know, department is the uh, offense department. You know, everything is opposite. You know, you know the center of disease control is, is really not controlling anything. I mean, they're actually doing the opposite. But uh, with all the injections and, and uh, the stuff in the injections and, and that they're doing worldwide, uh, you know, spreading a lot of problems. But, you know, it goes on and on. If you look into every agency, uh, you know, the Environmental Protection Agency is just basically uh, – doing the opposite you know they're they're covering up what's being done to the environment so so it, it's you know almost you really look at it the integrity levels the honesty the service that these levels that these people were created to do are are actually operating on the highest levels you know exactly opposite but the good news is is on the ground level the other people are waking up and really coming forward and saying you know enough's enough enough uh, uh, you know that, like all of our politicians, are there to to protect the Constitution and the people. You know, and and now they've totally trashed it. You know, it's uh, <laughs> well. You would think that our rights being taken away would be on top of the news or in the debates with the Republicans, and mm-hmm. they're having all these debates. You would think that would be one of the main topics. Oh, yeah. I mean, right up front, just say, did you sign this bill? Well, you're guilty of treason. End of story, you know. <laughs> you know, so, so much for being president. I think what's interesting, too, is that I know uh, Georgia, Obama can't even run in Georgia because he hasn't established his citizenship. And uh, and that's such a gray area there. It's such a mess. So uh, several other states are following suit, so he may not even be able to run uh in quite a few states just because of that. Hmm. Then he can uh, <laughs> bring out another card out of his sleeve. <laughs> yeah, he'll just be dictator. He'll just—he already has declared himself dictator. So, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was watching some debates, and they had a lot of good stuff. And it was Michael Moore and and all these other people, and they're talking about how the poor, how the, the middle class has now become the poor, and. Uh, and how the Native Americans and, and, and the black people, all these people have been totally oppressed, you know, and all these things, which which is true. And how we've been, America was built, you know, on 
you know, you know, look at the uh, what we did to the Native Americans. I'm part Native American myself, so I can talk about this. <laughs> but look at what happened to them, <clears throat> and and we also look at, and then the slaves were, you know, built it, you know, built up America on top of that, and so the history of America is pretty messed up, uh, if you really think about how it came into being. But uh, you know, there's been tyranny all the way through the the creation of this country, and it's just hit the uh, apex, I think, of, of tyranny right now. And now these same people have turned on on the uh, the masses, you know. So so it's it's just a short amount. I think it's I call them the powers that were because it's just a short amount of time. They're gonna they're gonna rise and fall very quickly here. Yes, we're gonna see it happening. Sooner than later, right? <laughs> oh yeah, very soon. I I I would see an American, you know, like the Arab Spring. I'm seeing that coming to America, and and well, I know most most of the military is fed up too. I mean, they are just done with with what's happening. So uh, it's going to get real interesting. Well, well it was done actually without the consent of the people. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's really. Uh, uh, it's amazing. It even uh, I, God's God's law is not even upheld in any way. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just well, these a, people a power think they play. are God. You know, that's the problem. These they, these people actually think they are God. That they are Lord over everyone and everything, and they don't have any higher force. You know, other than their own program. So I think I think what's really funny right now is these ships are appearing everywhere. And there's not a damn thing they can do about it. Uh, and and now these beings who are much more enlightened, much more powerful, much more wise, their technology is beyond our imagination, are appearing here on the earth. Can you imagine what these guys are doing now that, that think they are in control of everything? I mean, I'm, they got to just be freaking out right now going, oh, crap, you know, who are these guys? <laughs> you know, And are yeah, they going to mess with our program? That's the... the the religious rulers um, that kind of knocks the wind out of their cells too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know they're all jockeying for position. I know even Billy Graham said that he calls them God's other angels. You know uh, the Catholic Church now is saying you know that doesn't interfere with their belief at all, having off-world visitors and and uh, and they said that you know they even said they don't need to be baptized because. Uh, uh, they're not part of the original sin that happened here on Earth, <laughs> so so uh, I think that's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it was amazing when the Pope said that he actually believed that there were UFOs. So I thought, oh. Yeah. And you know what's too? They actually got rid of purgatory too recently. So so I, I guess they have to go back. Like I love what Mihal Ledwith said. He said, "Now what? What do we do now? Do we go go back to hell and give them get out of hell pass free?" Or uh, you know, you know, so that was it. Pretty much kicked him off the, the uh, his theologian society or whatever that was that was an advisor to the Pope at the time. Now, well, for them to stay alive, they almost have to retreat in some yeah. way, you know, yeah. um, and allow people their their um, freedom, their God freedom, and and just mm-hmm. instead of them trying to put up their rules and regulations because uh, people aren't following it anyhow, basically, probably. Well, yeah, you know, any so. any law, any any of these rules and regulations or supposedly laws that they're passing 
are automatically uh, uh, kicked out, basically, if they're not aligned with the Constitution. If they're unconstitutional, they're automatically, I'm trying to think, nullified, basically. So, so even though they can write down these things on this little piece of paper and put their signatures on it, it, it really, you know, there's God's law, there's uh, universal law, whatever you want to call it, and then there's basically the Constitution, which is the supreme law of the land. So they can write up all these little bills they want and put their little stamps on them. It, it really isn't going to matter when people wake up to to what's going on and, and that the... Uh, you know, the real law, and, you know, I love what Jesus said. He said, on these two laws lie all the laws and the commandments, and love God with all your heart and your neighbors yourself. I mean, that's pretty basic, and if we just operate under those two basic premises, you know, we wouldn't have all these wars and all these other problems going on. Well, what? I, no, I'm just kind of per- looking ahead. If we... <laughs> <laughs> if Because I think the, our politicians or our government is thinking there could be a revolution in our own country. I mean, people are going oh, yeah. to get up and say we want to rights back. They know it's coming. But, and, and they use, they go to uh, military law, or they, mm-hmm. the military comes in. How are they going to get the people in the military to follow orders to... to uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a real problem. I mean, they've got their little puppets in in the military, you know, that they think are going to control things. But, you know, overall, uh, you know, you swear an oath. All of them do. You know, even the police, everybody swear an oath. And, uh, you know, this Oath Keepers movement and all these other things that are going on uh, are pretty clear. You know, a lot of the sheriffs are getting involved, too, which are, they're elected officials. They're the highest power, basically, as far as enforcement. And they're getting together going, wait a second, you know, we aren't going to uh, participate in this program. So, so you know, it's going to get really interesting. I, I think there's a lot of good people, high-integrity people and courageous people in the military and in enforcement that are just going to say, you know, this, is, this isn't, isn't working for me, you know, <laughs> this is not right. And, and, uh, and they are going to fulfill their oath and protect the people eventually. Oh yeah, that's that's what I see happening. So there yeah. is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I I feel good about. It. I mean, I we are going to be severely challenged, but what I know is that there is a frequency and a force that's pressing hard on the earth, and it's beyond imagination. And there's there's no man that can stop this, and the earth itself is evolving to the next level. So. Uh, these guys are not going to be frequency specific to what's happening here. You know, they're not in that flow, and and there's going to be some very serious consequences to that. You know, and it's it's all done at their own hand. Well, I James, I'd like to take out um, a little bit of time and share the wonderful surroundings that you have where you are and to tell people about this mountain retreat that you've created, you know, and what it's like so that when the snow melts, they can come up. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, it's a 70-acre. Yeah, it's a 70-acre ranch, and it's on a vortex. There's some real high energy here. And people come here, and they just have a major expansion uh, we have kind of a three-day policy. We let people come up for like three days and, and uh, hang out because after three days, you're 
you know, you usually all blissed out, but the problem with this wonderful energy is it brings up all your issues, you know, and all your other stuff. So uh, we we have a lot of process-oriented uh, therapies here, uh, breath work and, and the transpersonal release sessions and things to help people get through that process. But, you know, sometimes people will refuse to to own, you know, their stuff, you know, and they go into blame or projection mode and things like that, and, and that just, that's part of the process. It's happening globally right now, but it gets accelerated here because of the energy. But we've also had amazing spontaneous healings here where where broken wrists are healed, you know, in a moment. Uh, tumors disappear. All these things happen here quite often uh, just because the veils are so thin here and the awakening and healing process is amplified. You know, it's it's accelerated. But uh, it's just a beautiful, pristine area. We're right at the base of Mount Adams. We're looking right up at Mount Adams. Uh, there's a, a door that opens occasionally on Mount Adams, this huge light door, and things come in and out of it. <laughs> and so we have that on film as well. Wow. And so, so not only are we having masters appear here, uh, we're having, you know, the ultra-dimensionals and the higher-dimensional beings are appearing here on a regular basis. And, and you know, we also have the, you know, the government comes and tries to check it out and chases them around a little bit, and, which is which is their job, you know. <laughs> That's their job. It's a total waste of fuel, but uh, uh, they they do their thing, and, and uh, which is kind of fun, you know, fun to watch. But uh, military base nearby. Not really. The, they have a proving grounds where they do some things over in Yakima, which is way on the other side of the mountain over there. Uh, I don't know how active that is. It's like a little training place they go to now and then. Uh, and then you've got McCord, which is way over in, I think it's Tacoma or, or not even Tacoma. I think it's over by Yelm. I'm not sure exactly where McCord is, but that would probably be the closest. They do scramble jets uh, out of uh uh, PDX out of Portland. Uh-huh. Uh, they do scramble some military jets that are that, and we've seen these jets. They're all black. They have no markings on them whatsoever. And uh, the uh, you know the documentary. If people go to Map Makers uh, on YouTube, just type in Mac, Mac, uh, Map Makers, and uh, they did a documentary on this place. And you can actually see these jets flying treetop level, circling. The place, and I think they put the helicopters in there too, as well, the black helicopters, but you know they they have no markings, and they're here on a regular basis and there's there's uh you know we zoom way in on them and they're they're completely unmarked uh, um, is there a native uh, Americans that that live close by or well, yeah, we're right on the border almost uh it's you know you could actually walk there and you're on the Yakima nation so uh the Mount Adams, a good portion of Mount Adams is part of the Yakima Nation. And they've, you know, the elders know all about the activity here. And they have an area they won't even go to. They call it the fairy lights, and they, they just stay out of that area. It, it, it You know, it's too freaky. Um, I've gone up there and I've hung out, and, and it is freaky. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on there. But uh, if you stay in your heart, you know, and just really light your energy up and just do clearings, you know, it's, it's fine. You can go just about anywhere. But uh, the we just flew around the mountain recently, and I'm pretty sure it's on the website, but uh, I show it in my class. 
in the talks that I do as well, but uh, we flew around the mountain when the snow was totally melted off, and there is uh, a cave, a double cave system there, and right at the base of the cave looks like this massive Buddha that's carved out of lava, and uh, and that's one of the areas we see all the time that lights up and things come in and out of it, but it's almost like a sheer cliff where this cave is. It, I don't even know how you'd climb up there. Uh, you'd probably have to rappel down to get into it, but uh, you know, we, we, there's some pretty crazy stuff going on up here. I'm, I'm sure it's all going to just keep unfolding. And it's, it's uh, really remarkable that you were guided to go there and, and create this center. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was very clear, clear guidance, you know, to come here. You know, I was focused mainly on just creating the healing center. I wasn't even looking for UFOs. They, they found us. As the more we cleared our own energies and the more we did our meditation and our spiritual work, you get to a certain level where you're sending out a frequency and and they find you. Now, is there any other place um, on Earth like your place? I mean, that have the sightings that you have and and have the um, no, we we have the we have the exclusive on UFOs like Billy Meyer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, is there any other uh, spiritual center that's? Oh yeah, definitely. There, you know, there's centers popping up everywhere. I mean, and, close uh, to something like what you have, like with the UFOs. Yeah, and you know, I would tell people be very leery about anybody that says they have the exclusive on on God or ET or whatever that. Uh, because everybody can make contact. I mean, it's in our genes, basically, and and uh, and nobody has an exclusive on God. I mean, that's it's omnipresent. That's beyond ridiculous. But uh, there are people making those claims out there, and I I would be very wary because it's a big distraction, you know, from people making their own personal connection, spirit, or or even making their own contact with the higher dimensional beings. But uh, um, in Peru, there's some amazing places. There's a Rama group in Peru that's doing something very similar that we are doing and having some very good results. Um, I know there's some people in Ireland that are having some great uh, experiences, you know, doing the same thing. Um, Australia, there's a guy in Australia that has a retreat center that's having full-blown contact and ships flying around and and there's some people in Mexico too that are are having the same experience. Well, I would, well, I would when I've gone to your website, it's pretty it's pretty awesome uh, to head there. I mean, you have so many wonderful things on there. Um, by the way, it's eceti.org, e-c-e-t-i.org, mm-hmm. and um, it, you have things, for instance, like orbs that. There's one picture there in particular that I I went oh my goodness uh, where an orb a huge orb had had uh, uh, kind of streaked over the vendors within within the building and uh-huh. um, and you know there's just these things that we never think about and even in your um in your uh, 70 acre mountain retreat area you know you have lots of photos where the orbs are surrounding the people and mm-hmm. um you know just people never think about this kind of stuff and <laughs> yeah. um you know they don't they, i mean we go about our business and and try and stay focused throughout the day and things like yeah. that but when a when a photo is taken and 
this pops up on the photo, you go, wow, what is that, you know? Well, I've had people try to totally debunk orbs, and they said that's just dust, and you're taking pictures of dust, you know, uh, or they come up with a, that's just particulate matter, you know, in the air. And they always have these ways of debunking it, but what we did is we took uh, third-generation night vision goggles, and then we took an infrared spotlight, which lights up the infrared spectrum, and you can see these orbs in real time flying around, interacting with people, uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Which, and I always say, you know, East SETI is where the debunkers come to die because, <laughs> you know, if you come here for a little while, uh, you're going to see things and experience things that you just cannot wrap your head around, and you cannot explain other than the obvious. You know that, you know, the UFOs are here. They're unidentified. They're flying. They're powering up. They're interacting with people. The orbs are here. Uh, beings are appearing here. They're just out of the visible light spectrum, and and uh, and we're we're kind of blending. <laughs> yeah, we're blending science and and spirituality here, so you can actually document this. Yeah, you might not be able to feel it, but you can absolutely see <laughs> see the results in a photo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you feel. I had this Greek guy here. It was hilarious. This guy's very kind of you know emotional. He's out in the field, and this uh, this big orb comes down and hits him right in the chest, you know, right in the heart. And you see his hands fly up in the air, and he goes, oh, my God, you know, and he's, like, laughing. And, and uh, you can see the total interaction. He, he goes, God, I just got this huge bliss hit, you know, out of nowhere. And uh, and that's the thing is, if you are sensitive, you know, they'll play with you, and, and uh, you know, they'll even heal you. You'll get all kinds of things coming from these higher dimensional beings. Now, I wonder sometimes when when you're just doing certain things and you kind of feel this chill um, come over you going, whoa, you know, um, and like you say, it's just kind of, you feel as though you've been interacted with something. I wonder if that's an orb uh, in your surrounding or something. It could be. It could be an orb. It could be uh, anything because the Palladians can do that, the you know, Mary and some of the other masters and, and good old Yeshua and those guys are... are still around they're just on the next dimension they can you know zap you uh it could nature be just spirit. about anything do you, have you ever um dealt with the nature spirits up there oh yeah we have like uh uh jana who is our resident elf here uh she gets amazing photographs of fairies and little gnomes and all kinds of, of crazy stuff and you know these little That's beans have wings and we had a psychologist here it was really funny sitting with a guy and a fairy flew right up in her face and sat there and hovered and then took off. And she just came unglued. And she goes, I medicate people for these things. And I, <laughs> I said, well, it's time to start thinking a little differently and maybe maybe get off the meds and kind of support people in their awakening process. Yeah, can you imagine you're awakening and, and seeing all this and then you go to a psychologist who just gives you the yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've been counseling people all your life that this isn't real, it's your imagination and, and prescribing meds, you know. Yeah. Well your next session will be different with the next person. <laughs> yeah. Say yeah. maybe can, you want to go imagine? back home and have play with this. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine like like going to a counselor and go, you know, I'm I'm really having problems. I'm I'm seeing masters and and uh, fairies and gnomes and 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 also some really dark spirits, you know. And, and your counselor going, you know what? You're really okay. You just need to learn how to heal negative influences and talk to the good ones, you know. 
And and if people would do that, you wouldn't have all these psych wards full up, you know, and and all these other problems going on. Well, I see that your center is like a beam of light that attracts all these different uh, beautiful uh, spiritual gnomes and um, I mean, you're just like a porch light. And everything's attracted to you. And I think building an energy is very important because oh, yeah. I've seen that done just um, in an environment where people do meditation and uh, that type of thing. The energy builds, and then it attracts all these good things. Oh, it does. You can definitely build your own vortex in your living room. There's Tibetan techniques to do that, and that's what we teach. You know, We teach people how to... You know, spin the energy and move up and down, and and actually, what's happening in our classes, in the self master classes, we're actually having people vanish <laughs> and, and move out of frequency into the next level and back again. And and the Yigong masters and and one of the guys named Khan does it on a regular basis. He's been bilocating and doing all kinds of things. Well, all these things are coming to light, and. Uh, so many non-believers are going to start to believe. Believe. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's. I kind of see. It's really interesting. I don't know how this is all going to unfold. Uh, they've been talking about this bifurcation process, where one group will go one way and another group will go another way. And I think there's a lot of people that aren't going to be paying attention at all to the changes that might be caught off guard. Um, there's so many different ways, and some people are going to just shift you know, into a whole new world, you know, be moving into a whole new frequency. So I, I think there's so many different things going on here. It's When people ask you, what's going to happen in 2012, I think it's up to the individual. And and if you're paying attention or not, is what's going to happen. Well, there were whole cultures uh, that disappeared. That's probably, mm-hmm. what, that's probably what happened to them. They just went to a higher frequency. Yeah, and and it's not that hard to do that, believe it or not. You'd be surprised. Uh, There are a lot of young folks here now that are incarnating that are doing this, you know, at at will. And, and, uh, you know, it's very easy for them. It's it's not so hard. Well, isn't it magical to be able to live in your kind of world that everybody can live in if they, you know, yeah. Well, we, you know, we're not without our challenges because holding that frequency here, there are people that would love to to shut that down. So, so uh, I always tell people, you know, the closer you get to nirvana, the more the demons rear their ugly heads. That's an old yogic expression. So, uh, even though you may be focused on love and joy and bliss and peace and everything else, it doesn't mean you're not going to have your challenges. You get bumped a couple of times, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to be tested. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, it's, it, we have about, you know, a minute or so left. James, is there something you want to be able to um, give out to our listeners um, that you want them to know about, and we'll go from there? You know, I think the main thing right now is to realize there is help out there on a grand scale, but it needs to be initiated. And so no matter what faith you are, if you want to, you know, pray to Buddha or Jesus or, or whoever, uh, Kuan Yin, you know, and, and put it out there and just say, can can you help? And, and also, who are helping us on, an, on a monumental scale we don't even know about are these ultra-dimensional beings. You know, some of the Pleiadians, there's an Orion Council of Light and the Andromedans and 
Arcturians, all these other beings are coming in right now to assist us, but a lot of them are waiting. They're waiting for us as a collective and individually to initiate that contact and, and really put it out there uh, to to ask for help that we need, you know, as much help as we can get in this process to get through this 2012, and and we can get some just major divine intervention. So uh, I think at night people need to do their prayers, you know, their meditations, and really ask seriously for help in their own awakening healing process and the planetary awakening healing as well. Thank you for bringing so much joy to so many people. We really we really appreciate who you are, James, and thank you for well, thank being you. with us. Just a mirror. And play with us. Uh, have fun playing yeah. with us. Well, thank so, you so much so for the work you're doing. <laughs> you know, the work you're doing is just awesome. So keep up that work and keep keep spreading the uh, the wisdom and the joy and, and uh, you know, uh, I you know, hopefully uh, we can turn this planet around. Yeah. Well, with help from great people like you. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> All right. Take care. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, hello, Taz. Is Taz there? Hello? 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 Hello. There we go, Paula. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. Okay, great. <laughs> we, we we got the Jerry rig again, so we can do some readings. And, okay. Um, uh, let's okay. see. Let's tell everybody what phone number to call in if they want to have a reading with us. Okay. Well, first of all, let me let people know you're listening to 91.5 FM KKUP Cupertino, Embracing Mother Earth, and um, you're going to be talking with Taz and Paula on here, and we're going to uh, do some live readings. And uh, and the phone number to call in on would be 347-633-9155, and that's actually the only way that we can um, have the phone calls come in and still have Paula on the other end with us. So um, yeah, we're, we, have to tie, we have to tie you in with another number because there's only one telephone at the studio. So call 347-633-9155 if anybody wants a reading. Okay. And uh, Paula, can you hear me pretty well right now? Yes, I can. Okay. That was a very very nice um, interview we had with James. Oh, yeah, it was incredible. So for those people that were listening, that was James Gilliland. And uh, you want to give out his uh, website? His website is... Yeah, eSETI.org, and that's E-C-E-T-I dot org. And um, let's see, the other thing, oh, we just kind of skipped my mind. I forgot what we were going to do here. Um, Oh, they called in. I don't have a, uh, let's see, I'm not sure. Okay, so you should have one caller calling in. Actually, we have somebody here at the studio using my cell phone to give you a jingle. So you should have someone on the line there calling in. Okay. Yeah, we've got a couple of people. It's 408, I mean, uh, our telephone number that call in for a reading is 347-633-9155. And, okay, and the uh, other thing I want... Go ahead. What, what we need to tell people is how we want them to do when they call in. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
you know, give out your uh, birth date so that uh, Taz can work on your your birth date while I'm answering a question for you. And uh, all you need for me is to ask have a particular question, and I can tune into your higher guidance and see what there is. So I tune into the, the angels and your higher guidance, and that's how I answer your questions. So let me see. We've got a couple of people here. Okay. Uh, we've got an 831466 telephone number. Did you have a question? Hello? Yes. Did you have a question for us? Oh, hi. Um, yes. Um, I'm, I'm wondering uh, about the mothership. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Can you, first of all, wait, wait. Can we get a... What's your birthday? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 41953. I'm listening yeah, to you on the now? radio, too. So. Oh, turn oh, yeah, the radio you off, turn that, you please? Yeah, turn, turn it off or completely off. Yeah, I am. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a delay. <laughs> okay. So, how old are and, you now? You're 40, what? I, I'm 58. Oh, your uh, my birth date is four nineteen fifty three. And you'll be fifteen then. Pardon? How old will you be then? Oh, in, in April. April. This April I'll be fifty nine. Okay, very good. Thank you. All right, go ahead and ask your question and follow. Uh, I'm I'm just um, wondering about the motherships and uh, when they will be over Santa Cruz. Well, actually, <laughs> I mean, it, as far as when most people can be aware of them. <laughs> well, I, I know that's actually, a personal. I know they're they're actually there now, but right. Uh, the, it depends on how uh, the vibration changes and the um, as our as we change our vibration and as a group of people change their vibration, this is what brings in um, the ability to see. Yeah. And so it depends um, basically on how many people are working on mm-hmm. themselves and right. themselves. And uh, Santa Cruz is <laughs> probably a pretty large percentage of people working on themselves. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think so. I hope so. <laughs> so it sounds as though it will be able to be seen there uh, Soon, yeah. far sooner than other places. But uh, what is very uh, unusual is sometimes a ship comes in and is seen by many people that have not been working on centering. <laughs> right. Uh, their way of waking us up, so to speak, yeah. like the one that was seen in Oregon. Right. It, it's just a way of... Um, Maybe judging the waters or testing the waters mm-hmm. to see how we accept it. And um, so, it, what I'm being told is they change day by day, right. time by time, of what they're going to do. Yeah, I've been waiting for 30 years um, <laughs> for 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 this, so I'm really excited. Have to you be ever here? Right. Have, have you seen anything yourself? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and especially down um, in my little hometown in Mexico, Yalapa. Um, I went in '81 and raised my daughter there, and um, we would see so many around '81 to around '85. It was amazing, and now not 
so much lately. So it, it's really interesting. And there's a, that's a vortex also, and um, a, a, a quite a, a large door there in this little village. No roads or cars. Very very sweet. Before electricity came, it was very easy to maneuver in different dimensions. Um, Now there's electricity, which makes it a little bit trickier. But, yes, that is one very, very great place where many, many people saw many, uh, you know, ships, everything were happening. So that was, that's good, yeah. Yeah. Well, the interference we have, we have cell phones. I know. (laughs) I know. There's a lot more maneuvering now than that. Yes, yes. Well, that's why I lived there, just for that reason, because there was nothing there. It was perfect. (laughs) So we'll do it. Tass has looked at your birthday to see what you are to expect in the the next year. Okay. Thanks. Well, hi. Hi. (laughs) Like uh, over this last year, you know, what you're looking at is just – taking a firm stance on how you want to work with your health Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, any kind of lifestyle, making those changes, because that looks like, uh, you know, that'll root out anything that you're dealing with and um, that's that's happening. Uh, So it's a really powerful spiritual influence that that you're uh, dealing with that you feel like maybe you might be bumping your nose on this year. And then the other part is, like, uh, just um, working hard uh, and taking extra projects on extra projects will actually bring unusual good success this year. (laughs) That's all happening. (laughs) You're right on. (laughs) Well, you're you're just a delight. You sound full of energy and and full of fun. Well, I'm a fairy, so. So, Thank you so much. You say you're a fairy? (laughs) Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I was just so happy to hear you. I walked in the house, and I usually listen to KKUP, but I was so enamored of, uh, you know, um, ETI.org, all of that, and I haven't even gone to their website. I don't do computers much. They interfere <laughs> too much with my my uh, realm. <laughs> And uh, so I was really happy to be hearing people who who uh, think and feel like me. So I really want to say thank you, and you've blessed and made my whole day. And uh, well, you made our day. We love fairies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I have a motto, and this is the fairies' motto: We can do anything we want, anytime we want, anywhere we want. And that's what we're doing now. The fairies are here in force now. They're all over the place. Have, have you ever read the book Anastasia? You know, I haven't. No, I, I haven't read in years. Uh, you see anyway, it all the time. It's about a fairy who lives in Russia. Oh, right. She, li- she lives in Russia, and it's a real, it's a true story. It's, she's like a... Um, nature spirit and she talks to this man so and she's and helping him write a book so it's a there's a story that's what that story is oh good i will yeah thank you yeah thank you yeah all right thank you (laughs) have a great have a great day you too bye bye bye
Bye. Ooh, where to find it? Yes. Let me see. Now, oh, let's get your cell phone four zero eight six three six. You're there. Uh, do you have a question for us? Hi. Yes, I do. What uh, I'd like to know first off is where I should ask the question. Maybe I should go into another room here so the echo doesn't happen. Okay. Yes, I'm being I'm being uh, sent down in a different direction. Hi. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, uh, this is Cheryl. Am I supposed to say my name? Well, it's just your birthday. Yeah, your first name's fine, and your birthday. And oh uh, nine one three five four. Okay, and do you have a particular question? Thank you. Um, well, I wasn't really uh, phrasing a question in my mind so much as um, looking at a timeline where things had shifted in a very negative sense, and that they were about to shift again. I think in a more positive sense. So I was just trying to get some um, some confirmation of that. Oh, most certainly. Um, Tats will probably look at your birthday and see, but I feel as though things will be shifting to the positive um, towards the end of this month or the middle of next month, the middle of February. It's beginning to turn to uh, a delightful delightful, uh, environment for you. It's as though you're going to become more involved with like-minded people and... uh, coming together to do to manifest something in common or manifest something together. You will be working with a group to um, work on something that's close to your heart and you, you're knowing it's going to help the, the fellow human beings. Do you have yep. anything in mind? <laughs> Good. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Uh, it sounds like there's. It's going to. You're going to be very um, community, community mm-hmm. uh, oriented this year. So um, I don't know if this is unusual for you or common, but it just seems that that's uh, coming to you. I, I'm real happy when I have a chance to be community oriented. It, it saddens me when I I can't contribute the way I want to. So that's really good news for me. Well, it sounds Thank like you. there's a project coming your way. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, well, you know what? I already worked with Cheryl earlier, so go ahead and um, pick up another phone line and we'll go from there. Okay. Thanks again. Thank okay. you, Cheryl. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, we have someone that's on 831359. Yes, um, my birthday is 3840, and my question is mostly about my health. Sounds like you, um, or it feels like you have some concerns. Um, You've been working on your health, and um, actually you're able to uh, improve your health on your own and and some things that you've already been doing and some things that you are going to discover. Um, It is a slow process of changing um, things that are already there, but it is very possible for you to do this. You're going to become uh, 
involved with a lot of research, um, looking into things, and actually helping others as you do the same for yourself. You will share and um, tell others about what's helped you or even things that you have found that you are not going to use yourself. So So you're a researcher and going to share this with many of your friends and uh, people that even friends of friends so this is Mm -hmm. all for a purpose and all for a reason okay thank you you're welcome Uh, well let me sorry I'm trying to make things not jingle here too badly Okay, she. You know what? You're really um, in a seven personal year, and here is it's almost kind of like a sabbatical. Have um, you know where you're able to um, step back, and um, the year will be a little bit slower, and it allows you to, you know, take time to rest and and do some thinking about your life goals and everything, and and um, so. Um, it's don't take it as being a lonely year. It's just a year to specialize, and it's really kind of neat like that. If you're concerned about finances, um, finances will pop up when you need them at the right time. <laughs> You'll go, oh, 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 and then all of a sudden they'll be there, and um, and but they'll be there to support you. And um, it, it's a year to have faith and just to walk and and know that everything will be it's in right order. Um let's see what else do I think? Uh your Paula, did you say something about something like a like a new beginning or some kind of initiation or or whatever, did you see any part of that or something, new, new spiritual form of aspects that coming in? And whatever it is in this next year, when once you turn the next age after March, uh, this year is, is kind of, it's like you're guaranteed to, uh, to have mastery. But um, it, it's, uh, it's like you're giving, it's like a, uh, it's like an initiation. Paula, did you see anything about anything like that? Well, it's just uh, new discoveries, uh, new uh, – she's going to be doing – what I've got is research for herself, for her own health aspects and her own spiritual development, and um, she will be able to share with other people what she's discovered through her own research. Yeah, I, I, that's really it, – it's really there. It's there big time in her chart, too. So, um, so it's an awakening. It's it's a it's a blessing, and it's a a new looking at life in a new way, and um, supporting that in your life. And um, I don't know. Do you do any kind of qigong or anything like that? Oh, she 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 left us. Oh, she left us. Okay. Well, maybe you're listening on the air, and I'm going to say, you know, qigong and uh, or uh, tai chi is a real great way to support your body also. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in. Okay, we have another person. And um, for those who 
I don't want a reading. It's 347-633-9155. And let me see. Let me go on to this other person. Uh, 831-383. Are you on the line? Yes, I am. Oh, hello there. And uh, your birthday? 11-8-48. And do you have a particular question? Yes. Can you talk up, please? Oh, you need to turn your radio, the volume of your radio off. Hey, sir? Hello? I don't know if he's there. What was your question? Hello, sir. Oh, maybe you'll have to. Hello, sir. Did you have a question for us? Hmm. Well, I can go on to someone else, and you can um, look at his birthday, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit. In, in uh, a little bit. <laughs> Did you get his birthday? Oh, I hear him in the background. Yeah, I, I do too. He's talking about volume or something. Can you talk into the receiver, sir? Sir? Well? Pardon? Did you have a question for us? Uh, we couldn't hear you. Well, we can't hear you. Uh-oh, I'll go on to someone else because we couldn't hear him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Landon okay. Island, I'm uh, a peninsula. Uh, this is 831521. Uh, uh, Do you have a, uh, your birthday? Hello? Hello? Yes. Uh, are, you, are you talking to me? I'm still 11848. Eleven eight forty eight. And what was your question? Okay, this will be the third time. Uh, I have a negative vortex around me that has put me in total isolation, self-imposed. Uh, that is black, a black ship on a black sea and a black mist. And I wondered if, when, how it's going to give me a horizon because I have none. Okay. Even your phone wasn't letting you talk. Um, let me see if I'm picking up. Is there any way that you can leave the, pla- the place that you're at, even for a short period of time? Uh, I have three cars. No, I know, but I mean to stay for like a length of time. Oh, I wish I could, believe you me, but the answer is no. Um, I am in Hotel California. (sighs) 
you need to uh, actually work with someone that can help you um, take. It's, it's so that that you have. Um, I don't know what you want to call I, it. I know like that, but I have such a distrust problem with uh, with people. I, I love humanity. It's people I hate. I have such a problem with the word trust. I suffer from multiple. Uh, syndrome. So, what I need is a new syndrome. Post-separation anxiety stress syndrome. At two and a half years old, I was in isolation for nine weeks with polio. And I only found out last year it's colored my entire life. Well, it sounds as though you're you're suffering from post-traumatic Well, of course, since 1951. And I just so found out about it. Let's let's simplify the time. Can... Let's simplify each other's time in your radio show. Do you know anyone in the eight three one area down here? I'm in I'm in I'm on the Monterey Peninsula. I'll take a oh. recommendation of a person in person, but I don't know how to ask for help. I'm doing that right now, but I don't know how to find the personnel. Okay. Um have you gone to professional help? No, never in my entire life. That's why I'm talking with you. Okay, I believe that you really need some someone professional that would work with what what is going on with you. Um, why don't you uh, Why don't you do your radio show and then perhaps you could call me or I could call you and we could talk about it in depth a little bit, perhaps, uh, because I know that you can't tell me where the yellow brick road is. Well, what we can do is we can. Um, put out there that there's someone near you that can um, help and if we receive a name that can be um, that abusive, works. we will uh, let you know. That works. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Paula. Okay. Hello, um, 831 it's gone. Okay. 831-331? Yes, that's me. Okay. Do you have a question for us? Or your birthday first for Taz? All right. Uh, my birthday is May 8th, 1991. And my question is, will my circumstances change in the next three months? Okay. It feels as though there's somebody really pressuring you. Is that true? Kind of. Yeah. um, It's as though you're being pushed in a different direction than what your soul or your, um, you know, your internal voice is telling you what to do is different than what other people are telling you what to do. And it seems seems to be confusing for you. You don't need to cover up anything. Um, cover up anything? Oh, uh, yeah, like your feelings or your truth. It's like sometimes it's easier for you to avoid conversation around situations 
because you don't. Anyway, it's what I'm getting is you need to to speak your truth, and this will help you get out of your situation. Um, uh, what? Okay, my my question is for you. Do you in your own heart? Do you know what you want to do? Uh, kind of, not really though. I I I like making things to help people, like whether it be food or medicine or just like a roof or something like that. I don't know. Okay, now uh, this is going to be a, a strange suggestion, but um, I was getting that. Even volunteering um, will help you move towards what you want to do. Like volunteering, um, I don't know if there's different where you're at, but like there might be something like a homeless shelter you could volunteer for or look into volunteering your service. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you will, real, you're going to... Uh, once you're in a service that you're helping others, as you say, it will send positive um, vibes to you, sort of speak to your soul, and things will start opening up. All right. Are you are you volunteering anywhere or? Uh, this next Tuesday, I'm going to go to my sister's house in Washington and help her work on her house. But, but I guess it's not like. Yeah, it's like be involved in a community or help your community um, and uh, see what there is out there for you to volunteer for. And by volunteering and becoming involved with the community and and helping that way, you're going to meet people that um, are like a soul connection to you. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what your soul is reaching out for, to be involved in the community, to, to... serve others, to help others. And by doing this, it you're going to be um, receiving gifts back. All right. That's kind of true. A lot of the times when I help out people, they just give me things. But, I mean, more than things. Well, I, I, I know, I know. Just yeah, companionship, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, right. Okay, Chaz, do you have anything for his birthday? Yeah, I was just, I was just looking at it, and, and, you know, it's, your year that you've been involved with is is really um, a good year for um, personal relationships, and it's like you're mastering your emotions. Um, it, it's it's really huge. And again, going to work with your sister, it it's a very positive thing. It's supporting others as well, and. That's um, you know a lot of people need that support. It's it's very wonderful actually. Um, you're in a nine personal year, so uh, things will you know kind of um, be ending this year, and you'll be going into a new a new area with what you'll be doing eventually toward the end of the year. And um, but you're you're really you're really powerful. You you have uh, you know, you are like a problem solver. You're, you can organize, and you can, um, you, 
you have lots of courage. It's like, and you have focus and things like that. It, it, these are some wonderful gifts that you have to give another, and to support. And um, uh, and this helps you go in the direction, you know, where where your where your soul really ta- is talking to you. <laughs> okay. And, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. I, have you done any writing at all or anything? I really like writing. Yeah. I feel like I'm a good writer, but I'm not a very good speller because when I was growing up as a kid, I uh, I didn't wear glasses until the age four or the fourth uh-huh. grade, and I always missed a lot of school because my mom didn't really have me go to school. But I also think that because I didn't go to school, I didn't. I don't really face a lot of problems that other kids do, like having to fit in. With certain scenarios, oh. I don't. Just uh, you don't need to be a speller to to write. Oh no, no, I, mean, I, I don't really care about that stuff. It's just yeah. like when but, other people read my work. Well, you can go on the computer and have spell check, or you can yeah. have a person edit your work. So just get your thoughts on paper, and that's all that counts. Yeah, I, I think writing is a really good thing for me. Yeah, and it's it really is. It's almost like um, self therapy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I remember my teacher, Barbara Bloom, she taught me that she would go to this class and then they would just sit there and they would write, and everyone in the room would make the same connection, like they're on some, like some type of drug, and then they would have like this like great feeling the whole week after that. Well, just remember that. Yes, all right. Well, all right. I appreciate Thank it. You. You're welcome. Right, have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay, we have a nine one six eight three eight person. Yes. And Her you have a call. Uh, yes. Uh, and your birthday? Eleven thirty, nineteen fifty eight. And your question? Well, I've been kind of sort of reinventing myself over the last four years. I just want to see if I'm on track with what I'm doing. Oh, your spirit came running in. It said, most certainly. It's like I can see your um, guide or whoever it is doing cartwheels. Um, They're very pleased in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, What I'm being told is you just need to do it more. (laughs) more, okay? Um, Makes sense. You start projects sometimes um, you don't complete them. Hmm. What uh, what they're saying is to get something that's really uh, makes your heart sing and work on it completely. Okay. Um, Sometimes when we open the doors a lot of things come in, and we don't know which one to choose, door door one, two, or three, or whatever. And so we start to um, play a little with all of them. Yes. And this has been happening to you. So um, what they're saying is pick one door and stick with it for a while. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Taz. Yeah, you know, um, you 
literally, there's the tech, the capabilities that you have are very um, wonderful to have. It's you're optimistic, and uh, you're like the visionary. So those those two top things are are so wonderful to have because you help others maybe to see themselves as well and. Um, you know, you're so energetic and you're spontane- spontaneous and um, so just honing in and, and um, being able to uh, feel your energy. Maybe go, uh, you, you might want to go and pick some flowers or work with the earth or something <laughs> to ground. Yeah, it would be important for you to ground this year. And, um, uh, you know, you enjoy life and you want to stay young and play. And this is this is like your goal for life. It's just it's just part of you. And, and uh, I can just feel your feel you dancing about it's just really wonderful <laughs> and um yeah you it's like you're a motivator you know you're like a you help others see the good part of them and, and that's the artistry that you bring forth to this planet it's just beautiful mm, thank you thank you you're welcome well, you answered my question thank you both very much yes oh, well have fun yeah. <laughs> that's what thank we all you. do is have fun Yes. Thank you so much. Uh huh. Have a great day. Have a great day. Bye bye. Okay. We have a person at eight three one two three four. Hi. Good morning. This is the same fellow tried calling a couple of callers back, so I'm giving him another shot. Okay. Yeah. Twelve twenty two, nineteen fifty two. And concerning, I'm kind of in a state of flux with a lot of issues in my life right now. Um, I've come to places like this in the past where it's required what I've called bungee jumping, kind of like spreading my arms and waiting for something to grab me and hold me. <laughs> at that point again, and uh, rather than get anxious about things, I tend to kind of sit back and open up and listen. And I happen to turn on the radio today, and here you are, and here I am. <laughs> well, it's I'm I'm getting in touch with your spirit, and um, it's. You do not fear anything. It's like sometimes when you go to the cliff and you know what's on the other side, you think of it as an adventure. And um, adventure it is. You you have a, a big adventure ahead of you. Um, it's like somebody, this is going to be hard to explain, somebody has like pushed a button on you and all of a sudden, you you feel life coming back to you. Um, and I think you feel that right now. You you know that there's something around the corner that's going to well, be tremendous. There's been this period of time where I've been what they call giving away my power and relying on others for various aspects of things and waking up and going, wait a minute, this this is nowhere. And when I when I try to analyze and berate myself for my decisions or whatever, take responsibility. I keep reminding myself that the past is always prologue to something new and different, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, I feel like you're going to travel to a foreign country. I mean, that popped in. Mm. I don't know what that's all about. Okay. Um, 
has something to do with your spiritual development. Um, it's something that it's almost as though you're you're looking at a magazine or or you hear something, and it's just that you it just pushes a button and you say, "This is for me. I'm going to do it. No matter what, I'm going to do it." And it will push you to the next level. If there, I'm being told there's not really any levels of spiritual development, but for your own personal growth, it's going to push you um, up to the next level. Mm-hmm. And um, what? Interesting. Pardon me. I'm, stu- I'm studying a course right now by a gentleman named Bert Goldman about quantum jumping. Oh yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle of that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like there's there's a it's like there's a spark that's being ignited in your your spirit or your soul. And it's going to spark you to to go on a big big adventure which will oh, it's almost like you're going to create your own workshop <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> You're going to go on this spiritual journey that's going to create your own workshop. You don't need others to teach you. It's just all going to be coming in on some type of journey that you're going to do. It's like, whoa. And it can be as simple as just creating a garden. I mean, it it, it could be that simple or it could be as complicated as going to South America on a, a, you know, a soul journey. Mm-hmm. As long as you listen, and as long as you use the opportunity to, to to ignite this spark that's within you. Sounds like I'm going on another walkabout. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's a walkabout, <laughs> and it could be the walkabout in your own county, or it could be in another country. But it seems like that that. Yeah, walkabout's exactly yep. what it feels like. Uh, to me, it's all a fractal. Yeah. Well, you're really, um, you know, you're you're fighting for your dreams uh, the first three months of this year, and it's like write down all your dreams this year because you're going to have a lot of them, and then you mm-hmm. can implement things as you go along. Um, nice. Uh, so some. Somehow you're at a fork in the road, and this year in terms of your values, and and do you want this or do you want that, and what is your relationship to money and love, and what's important, right. okay? Right. And um, so there, these like questions are more are are likely to be uppermost in your mind as you progress yeah. this year, experimenting with new avenues for satisfaction in work and love and finances and everything, and and. Um, uh, exploring those opportunities are really something that that you need to do. And but this is um, um, you know it's don't scatter your forces and don't scatter things. Okay, um, you want to be financially so yeah. you need to hone in, and, and it'll be important to do that. And uh, uh-huh. Actually, it's it. This year is is a time for 
of using what you've learned in the past and um, it, it's express yourself, go out into the public and be seen and heard and and um, and uh, you know don't sit down in depression. Get up and go go for your dreams. It's right. really important to do that. And friends right. in high places will pull the strings for you. And so um, just know that that's important. And you you really are a master builder. Um, so and and you're inspirational. And your your gifts are really a vision, and enthusiasm, and perseverance. So. Um, you know, you tend to. I noticed that your master, your master path here is is the thirty three six. So for me, it's like you're saying everything has to be perfect before you do it, and and, and it doesn't have to be perfect. That is a, that uh, is a tendency. <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't go there. Um, you can get bogged down in that, and and know sure. that you know when your heart is open that you're feeling the right energy to do the right thing. And allow it to just flow in because, you know, you 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 really can, um, uh, and you will achieve. And it'll be. I know this is your fear, but, um, you know, allow it to just flow. It's uh, when Paula said you'll go pick the daisies, and I'm going. That's the year. This is the year to go pick the daisies, or go pick the flowers, or or be with the flowers. It's like. Um, enjoy that relaxed feeling of breathing fresh air and right. and being out there and, and loving the moment that you have to share with someone and 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 being in that mode throughout this year. It's a very colorful year for you. Well, thank you for that. I'm, I'm I appreciate this. I'm on my way to a job interview as we speak. I got my well, fingers crossed. This must give you energy <laughs> to, to. <laughs> so. And, and you know uh, what? I, I'd like to tell. I say to the gentleman who called a couple things back about humanity and trust, if you're still listening, I want to say congratulations that, that he opened up and reached out as he has. I mean, that's opening up just having some trust in something somewhere, and I wish him the best. Well, give us some feedback if you do go on a walkabout type of thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. And good luck on your job interview. <laughs> so if in, there, we have time for one or two more. So if you want to call in for a uh, reading, it's three four seven six three three nine one five five. Taz, we could tell people how to find out what their personal year is. They put their birthday together with this year, right? Yeah, their their month, their day that they were born. And for instance, they they're born on the on the twelfth month of December. Um, that's actually one and two is a three. So, um, and then if their day itself is 20, uh, it's two. So three and two is five. And this year is 2012, and so that's a five. So you'll say five and five is 10, and really uh, 10 equals down to a one when you when you look at things. And uh, so it's a one personal year. It's a new beginning. It's uh, uh, it's you're walking like a little, or I should say, crying like a little baby in a crib, <laughs> and then 
you're, you, you know, it's like it takes a while to uh, get up on your hands and knees. It takes four or five, six months yeah. sometimes, uh, and then the crawling, and then so that's kind of what you're looking at. And um, you know, one personal year, it takes a while to get things started and get things rolling. And in your second year, uh, when that pops around, it's uh, a year for um, actually working with people. Um, there's Relationships. Well, yeah, but I was going to say it's a year where uh, you have more people in your life. The, the one personal year is like there's maybe not as many people about. And, uh, and then the two personal year, you find that you have more and more people in your life, and um, you, you need to get involved with groups and, um, uh, and and cooperation. The two is is cooperation. Um, you know, instead of going through conflicts at all or anything, uh, kind of step back a little bit, see what see what you're doing, um, hitting your high priorities in year two. Um, there'll be a lot of things going on, and maybe some time. Uh, uh, I always think if it's a two, if it's an eleven year, which is like uh, everything is kind of at a standstill. Sometimes it takes a while for things to get going. And uh, a three personal years, it's like when we talked with this gentleman. It's like um, discovering the joy of living and having a good time, going out there, socializing, talking, flirting. Um, um, money can be having good. fun. Three, I always yeah. think with three years having fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, dancing, um, you know, I, I, it's just don't be extravagant. Money can be good, but um, it's a money also uh, not to lend anybody money during this third year because it could be uh, a crunch year at the end of you at the end of the third year for you. So you know, take care okay, of yourself. Before we go to the, uh, if you're a four-year, let's, uh, there's a person waiting for a oh, reading. Oh, good. Okay, go. 831-254. Right. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. So, uh, what is your birthday? April 26, 1947. And your question? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Your voice sounds very familiar. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, what's up? Okay, and what particular theme or what um, particular? You know, like, uh, I feel like I'm kind of in a standstill in so many places in my life. And I am a choice, um, but I'm not sure which way to go. Okay, um... That seems to be the the theme for so many people this year, or between last year and this year. Everything's for the universe. It seems like a standstill, like we've been going through mud, and things That's are going to start. Things are going to start opening up for a lot of people after the middle of February. Um, um, let me see what I'm picking up for you. Taking time to let things sink in. You're going. At such a fast pace that you don't have any um well, maybe the word would be grounded, you need to be more grounded so that you can actually capture things 
as they come to you. There's some things that have come to you that are going to come to you this year. If you're not still, you won't even see them. You won't even see them as a uh, benefit, or they, you won't even see them as an opportunity. So being still and um, taking a breath, so to speak, will give you the grounding to actually see the benefit of something. Or um, so I see things coming to you, but don't be so radical. I, I think the theme for you this year is to ground and to be observant and to look because there are opportunities out there for you. You just have to be still enough to receive them. Uh-huh. Thanks. Uh-huh. Taz, what do you see? Yeah, I was going to say um, she's in the Uranus uh, section right now, so... This is like um, you will have a change of some importance, and I'm trying to go, let me go back to the the date. So let, let me look in the ephemeris again. Oh, it's, it's, here we go. So it's 4:26, and and between January 12th and March 5th, okay, um, you're gonna have a change of some importance. This could be a change of profession or a change in the labor force of a business. Um, this is a strong indicator of a sale of real estate or, or a change of residence, um, both of which might be unexpected. Uh, changes or travel that can happen now may happen unexpectedly. Um, uh, but these changes are likely overdue and um, and beneficial uh, for you, okay, just so that you know. Um, and it is huge. Okay, uh, good influence for success in work and all things dealing with the public or charitable causes. And I think that when I see this particular energy, it's a heart energy and it's with the public. So this, I would tend to think it was this. It's a good time for success and recognition and maybe in spiritual studies. Um, if you're dealing with real estate, it's also successful. Mm, good. I don't know if you're, you're dealing with that or, or not, but it, whatever it is. Well, I'm thinking about selling a house, and I know the timing's not good. <laughs> Okay, so, so, but, um, so the news is good. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, uh, uh, as you're talking, um, keep your ears and eyes open because you may, without even putting the house on the market, you may run into someone that would be a prime person that would want to buy that particular house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a complete turnaround, Paula. It's a 180-degree turnaround, so... I suspect that that might be it. Um, it it's pretty powerful, and uh, between now and, and those dates I gave you. Yeah, that, so that, yeah just keep your eyes and ears open because I think there's someone out there that you might bump into or that you already know that may want to buy your house. Thank you for that. I've had that thought. And if, I don't know, if I've had that that sort of vision that that could happen as well. So that's interesting yeah. that you brought that up. 
Well, and then just think that per- both you and the person could benefit from it because you wouldn't have to, you know, put out yeah. any real estate fees. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would be good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good luck on your travels, and um, yeah, and don't go too fast. Slow down a little bit. Thank you. That's good advice. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. 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 Oh my goodness! We're coming around the corner. We've got about a couple of minutes left here. And, well, um, let's tell people to uh, hop on our website and www.tazandpaulashow, and you can see shows that we've already had or upcoming shows. And if if you want to uh, Twitter us, you can uh, do it on uh, twitter.com tazandpaula and so there's many ways of contacting us. We can email us at info at Taz and Paula Show. So we we appreciate hearing from everyone. Oh, Taz, uh, we could put it out there. If someone knows a good um, professional counselor for the gentleman that we had on the line, you can uh, drop us a note at info at Taz and Paula Show, and then we can um, give the information to him. Oh, that was a good comment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and we want to thank everybody for taking time out to be with us. That that was, whoops, I was going to say, I, okay. I just want to thank everybody for taking out time to be with us. It's really wonderful. And um, we had fun with you all on the show. Uh, head to our website, tazandpolishow.com. Taz is with T A Z. And the word and is spelled out, so it's tazandpolishow.com. Um, and, again, if you have any questions or you want to whatever, head, head to uh, our website and you can and email us at info at tazandpolishow.com. And uh, oh, we'll um, be back next week <laughs> with uh, a couple of uh, great Let's pray for rain. We need it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. But... Um, yeah, come join us next Thursday. Next Thursday is at noon. So thank you for listening. Okay. Yes. And have a wonderful week.